Hey, this is Scott, and this is not a normal episode of the Happen to Your Career podcast. Instead, this is what we call a disappearing episode. That's an episode that we put out for you, our listeners, and it's only around for a few days. After that, it disappears. We do these to make special announcements, share helpful content or resources, or even give you a glimpse as to what's going on behind the scenes. And I want to do a little bit of a twist on that, which is exactly what I'm going to do right now. It is the end of the year. It's pretty close to the end of the year. It's you know beginning of December, and we see this really interesting phenomenon, or at least we have the last 10 years here at H2IC, where... It gets really busy. It gets really busy either because of holidays, because of work transitions, because of all kinds of different things. And we see that we kind of, well, I'll say that our people that uh, we work with kind of split into two groups right about now. And we have those folks that are very much interested in setting themselves up in the new year so that they can just get started working on whatever's important to them, whether it's their career change or something else in their life. Or we see folks that are are getting started right as the new year hits. Now, I don't think necessarily one or the other option is bad. We'll definitely see a huge influx of people in the in the new year because uh, as humans, we have a tendency to gravitate towards those transition periods. But I think those, those two groups, um, what's really interesting to me is as we've been tracking it over the last 10 years, there's something that I found a little bit fascinating. And that is that those two groups actually make their career changes in slightly different time periods. So here's what I mean by that. Those people who are arranging everything in December so that they can hit the ground running in January as the new year gets into play and they can just start working on their career change immediately and they've already set up the chessboard to be able to play and they've already arranged whatever help and support that they need and as soon as the new year kicks in, they're just actively working on it those people have a tendency to move through their career change faster. Now, that's probably not a surprise when you hear it described that way, but I also see two very different schools of thought. And again, neither one is necessarily bad because it really depends on what your perspective is and what you're trying to accomplish. Uh, But I wanted to share that we've been tracking this for a while now And most people have a tendency to fall into, as soon as the new year hits, that's when I will focus all of my attention on this thing that's important to me. And then a smaller percentage of people have a tendency to set up the chessboard, as I mentioned earlier. And those are the people that have a tendency to move through their career change faster. So here's here's what I wanted to propose to you. Two things. Number one, If it is important for you to move at a more rapid rate, I would encourage you to get started on your career change and setting up the chessboard, setting up everything that you're going to need now, even though it's, you know, not the new year and do that in December, maybe over the next few weeks, get everything arranged so that you can hit the ground running. And if it's less important for you to be able to move more rapidly, more quickly, then that's where I would encourage you to say, 
uh, let's just not worry about it until the first of the year. So evaluate yourself, evaluate your priorities, evaluate what, uh, what your goals are, and then decide what group you fall into. And if there's any way that we can be of support in whatever you're working on this year, especially if it's a career change, then you know where we're at. Just email me, scott at happenedyourcareer.com. Put conversation in the subject line. Of course, we'll connect you with our team and figure out the very best way that we can support what you're working on. But the other thing that I wanted to share with you today is I wanted to give you the list of questions that I use for myself at the end of the year. This has evolved quite a bit over over the years, but this is the most current list of questions. And I'm just gonna read them off. I'll show you a little bit of context here. Question number one, what worked this year that I would like to double down on in the next year? So as I look back over the course of this year, something that was freaking amazing for me personally was we spent a lot of time with our with our kids, and with our family. We took a month off from work. That was amazing. That was re-energizing. It made me so excited to be able to come back and and create the content and things like this for all of you, but also to be able to serve our our clients and make the change that uh, that we want to in the world in order to create better, much more fulfilling work. At the same time, it allowed me to be able to connect differently and at a deeper level with with my kids, with Alyssa, my wife, and that was so fun. I wanted, I want more of that in this next year. And Alyssa and I have been talking uh, at least weekly for the last few weeks about how that might look in 2023. So there's an example for me. What do I want less of this next year? That's another question, and I would encourage you to evaluate the same. What, what's occurred over the last year that you just want to remove or you want less of in one way or another? Maybe that is less work that is outside your strengths. I know that's, that's certainly for me, not only so that we can practice what we preach and teach, but so we can continue, so I can continue serving our organization in the best way that I possibly can. Uh, maybe it's something else. I know something that falls into that category for me is we spent a lot of time at the beginning of this last year um, on things that we looked back and said it really didn't matter. Like we we had gone through and we'd done a little bit of, let's call it room remodeling for sake of an explanation. We, we had a couple of rooms and we ordered a ton of things and just the time it took to be able to like get those things and order or and you know place the order and open the boxes and send the stuff back that didn't work and everything else along those lines it's like wow you know what this really isn't time that we wanted to spend in the way that we could have so we will be doing less of that in the upcoming year here's another question what do i want to prevent in this upcoming year Still another, what was I missing this last year? What was I missing that I want to see or have more of in the new year? And then lastly, this is my favorite question because somehow it surprises me every single year. I'm not, I'm not sure why, but still, this is one that I have heard over and over again for many years and used for many years. It's what do I want to accomplish between now and the end of this year? I think part of the reason that that always hits me is where it feels like a little bit of a surprise is because on one hand, usually by this time, most of my goals are 
accomplished or they're well on their way to being accomplished. And then I fall into that very humanness where I am thinking, you know, okay, when the new year hits, then I will, I will shift my focus. However, this question always brings me back around to what are some of the simple things that I can accomplish between now and the end of this year that will propel me in the following year towards whatever I really want to go and challenge me to where I really want to go as well. So I would pass that question on to you too. What do I want to accomplish between now and the end of this year? And I find for me, the simpler, the better, especially if it's busy for you, especially if we're getting into the holiday season, especially if, you know, all the things. So there you go. There's a gift of the five questions that I'm using this year. If you need anything else, if there's any way that we can support you, I think you know by now, if you've listened to more than two episodes of this podcast, that we would love to be able to help. Uh, you can always email scott at happenedyourcareer.com and either just open your email up and put conversation in the subject line and I'll connect you with my team and we'll figure out for your situation the very best way that we can support you in your goals, career or otherwise. Hey, thanks so much for listening. 